0: from brother Aaron, I promise you. (laughs) So that was awesome, especially first try, Um, amazing. Yeah, we love Skyler. All right. So tonight we are going to get to share our camp experiences with you. Um, we had the privilege of going to Wild Week this past week in Latham Springs. Um, we took 40 students, well, 36 students and four adults um, with a little switcheroo there for a minute, um, but, but it, was an, it was an amazing week. I'm going to let them share first, and then, and then I'll close us. Um, we did have um, six saved this week out of our group. Several of them were bus students. Um, and just, just to show you, you know, um, how God is working. I'm going to go ahead and talk for a minute now, actually. Um, sorry. Uh, one of the girls that, that we've been praying for and, and several of you adult leaders have been praying for, um, you know, you never know just what kind of hell these kids are living in. Um, this mama's an atheist. The, there's, there's no dad in the picture. Um, in fact, every dad, every kid has a different dad in the family. Um, so just, just, you know, just awful situation, but, but we got her to come to camp. I said, Jalissa, if you could just come to camp, um, we'll, we'll take care of it. Someone's paid for your way. All you got to do is get your mama to sign. Um, I said, now, you know, your mama, you got to know the right moment to ask for your mama's signature. Um, but get that mama's signature, bring it to me and then we're good to go for camp and she, she got to go to camp um, And the, the leader of the camps Ken Freeman. He spoke here at D now. Um, he's got a testimony similar to hers and I was like, man if, he could, if she could just understand that that God can still use people like that um, that God still loves her even though she may not feel loved, I, I just I just feel like God would take care of her. And sure enough, she was one of the six that got saved this week. Um, but I ask you to pray for her because no sooner than we did, did we get home, her mama was already joking about it. Her mama was already telling her, the, the lady on the phone, they were, they were talking she said, do you hear her? She's talking about this Jesus, all excited for Jesus, you know, and my heart broke, but at the same time, I'm so excited for Jalissa because I'm praying that through Jalissa's Through Jalissa's walk now, Um, she's got a tough walk ahead of her, but I'm praying, we're going to start praying for this mama daily. um, And I'm praying that she's going to come to know the Lord. So that's just one awesome testimony. So I'm going to give it over to the students Um, and adult leaders. You're welcome to speak too um, if you would like to, but uh, we'll we'll start with that. Um, So I know we always struggle with going first, so we'll just let one of our graduates who graduated since he's the oldest go first. That way we can just take care of that.
1: Um, Hey everyone, my name is Ryan. Like Jason said, I'm a graduate this year. Um, Been going to this church pretty much my whole life. But um, anyway, so a little bit about what happened at camp um, I, I can't remember the specific speaker, which that kind of initially sounds bad, but the reason is because of the moment that happened in the church groups afterwards, just, it really just broke me. Um, I'm going to lean against here cause I'm a swayer And if I don't, yeah, so anyway, um, and we were all just sitting in church group and Jason had uh, told everyone that we need to just come in. And we need to, you know, either pray or read scripture um, and things of that nature. So this room was just really silent, and we were all sitting there. And I just, I started praying to God, and He just, I could just feel the Holy Spirit moving in the room. You know, it was all genuine, every single one of us. Um, and as the night went on, um, we started to play worship music, and we all stood up, you know, and sang. And at the time, I was currently praying. And I lifted my head and I saw, I saw all around me, you know, uh, my youth members, they were just standing, holding hands and worshiping. And uh, it's a sight I'll probably never forget for a very long time because um, it just, it made me realize because there were some people in the youth that we weren't necessarily close to. But in that time, God seemed to work just miraculously Um, to where we seemed like we were a family, like we knew each other since, you know, we were little kids. Um, and I I even shed a little bit of a man tear, um, when I lifted my head (laughs) and it it was just crazy. And as we stood in worship, you know, we were all dismissed. And I remember, you know, Jason said, those of us who want to stay behind and continue worshiping can. And I remember it was me, Trinity, uh, Kaylee and Olivia, and that was probably the greatest moment of worship that I've ever experienced. We were just all four of us were just standing there, and we were playing the music, and we were just worshiping God like genuinely. It was it was amazing, um, and it's it 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 really moved me because it made me realize that you know we all might have different backgrounds in the youth. Um, we might not all know each other that well, but when it comes to um, you know, God and uh, being a Christian and being one of his children, it doesn't matter. You know, we're all, um, we're all together in this thing. So, um, and my favorite phrase that came from camp, um, and it was one of the worship song lines and it said, uh, I am your child, you are my king. Um, and it just really, really impacted me because it's just amazing how well God moved in our youth group and, made it to where we were so close, even though it was just a short span of time. So thank you. All
2: right, uh, I'm Trinity. Um, uh, Camp this week was really fun. Uh, We had lots of, like Jason said, a lot of people saved. uh, I'm gonna tell about that night too, because uh, it's really it really spoke to me. Um, there's this line in a song. Uh, the song's called "Oh, Come to the Altar." The very last line it says, uh, "Tell of the wor- tell the world of the treasure you found." <clears throat> um, basically, what that means to me is, tell, go, spread the gospel, spread the good news. Um, and just tell about Jesus. And during that night, uh, during worship, God spoke to me and was like, um, you need to not be so shy to people. You need to go, you know, spread the word. And all I could think about was that song line and how I'm supposed to tell about the treasure. Um, and I've had a hard time, the reason I got spoke to a lot, spoke to by God about that is because um i've had a lot of trouble doing that um just because of anger and depression and everything like this and um he just put it on my heart to um be more out there i guess you'd say and be more included or be more involved in everything and go tell about jesus and um So that was the main thing that really spoke to me. And um, uh, Ken Freeman had a message the first night. And um, it was basically, um, you had four chairs. Chair one was sold out Christian, completely on fire for God. Chair two was, um, you're Christian, but you're not really living the way, you know, you're supposed to be, a Christian is supposed to. Chair three is... Uh, you think you're a Christian, not really, and then chair four is just a lost person and um his message really spoke to me because i've been in chair two uh basically my entire um, since I've been a christian and um he said that chair three and chair four can't really get to chair one because they look at chair two and um and they think, well, if this is a Christian, I don't want to have anything to do with that. And that really spoke to me because um, that's the way I was living my life. And that's the way I presented myself. I would say I'm a Christian, but not I wouldn't show it, you know. And um, that kind of ties to also telling people about Jesus. And since I had a hard time doing that, it was really hard um, to actually say that I'm a Christian And, um, so he just spoke to me and now I've been, um, and it's something that I've, I prayed about over the whole week that I would get, you know, not, I would stay unashamed and completely on fire for God and, uh, moved up to chair one. So yeah, that's me. Uh.
3: Hi, my name is Will. Uh, so this week, I guess, the schedule for camp was we would go to morning service and then we'd go to breakout sessions, which are like small groups. And uh, I went to Chris Taylor's uh, breakout session and uh, he talked about coming back and uh, having that same fire, that same spiritual high from camp and uh, just involving it in our youth group. And he talked about some problems in youth groups today and a lot of them are Uh, we're so grouped up, like, a lot of the times, like, I'll even admit it, when you walk into Wednesday nights, you'll see one group in these sets of chairs, one group's in these sets of chairs, and uh, he challenged us, like, to, even if we're introverts, to go out and, like, hold the doors. We don't have to say anything, but just go out and hold the door for somebody, because they'll remember that, and they'll want to keep coming back, because if, uh, he also said something like, if you just give them, like, a slice of pizza, like, we offer meals here, they want to come back to that, because, they get a free meal. And then uh, the other part of that is that they get to hear the word uh, through brother Jason or brother Case. And another thing he talked about was uh, that he had the, he had a really small youth group at first. I think he had about like 30 on average per year or yeah, per year he had like 30 average come on Wednesday nights. And he uh, had these six boys that were in high school. And he, he said that he knew they were genuine about following Christ and about this whole thing. And so he poured everything he had into these six students, and I think the next year they ended up having on average about 164 per night. So it really challenged me uh, to just be able to go and get involved, like find somebody that comes in on Wednesday nights, uh, you know, sit down with them, talk with them, and make a new relationship with them, and then they'll want to come back and then they'll get I'm hoping that God works in their life, they'll get saved and then they'll tell their friends and then our youth group will multiply by that. And uh, another thing is that God challenged me to really uh, get involved in prayer with him. My prayer life hasn't been stupendous, it's just been a quick thank you and that's about it. And uh, camp, we really, uh, during the service, I don't know, I think they have it on Facebook, but if you get a chance to watch the service, they're really involved in prayer, it's like every, Other moment, we're spending time in prayer, spending time with God, praying over people that are broken. There was a church that lost two students or two friends of the students in a car crash, and uh, there was another uh, crash uh, from a bus that was leaving from camp, and uh, there the pastor's wife is in the hospital, and so it we were praying over people that were hurting and broken, and uh, even people in chair number two, and. It was just really powerful to me, and God spoke to me, saying that I should improve my prayer life. and then he also said that uh, I need to be spending more time in the Word with him uh, because I would i I'd never read my Bible and, except for Wednesdays and Sundays, and that really hit me hard. Uh, so that's it.
4: How's everybody doing? (laughs) There we go. All right, so my camp experience was when Tyler Campbell, uh, father, I mean son of Earl Campbell, came and talked to us about uh, what his testimony was. And his testimony was, he's sports, so I'm totally fit in that category, so He was told that he was not gonna make it to the NFL or be anything great. And so he was sticking with God and he just kept the faith with God and worked with him. And he ended up making almost to the NFL. He got to one of the camps. And then one, one day he woke up and he couldn't move the right side of his body, and so he couldn't play in the NFL. So that happened, but he's still preaching on for God and everything. So, But every day, he doesn't know if he's going to wake up or anything. So, And what spoke to me was that even though people told him he wasn't going to make it, he kept on determination and saying that I will. And You have to have the attitude that you can no matter what don't quit and so that's basically what i learned from camp is that no whatever the devil throws at you you just got to dodge it and keep going
1: Um so I forgot to do this in my first testimony. Um but youth members, can I get two claps and a Rick Flair? Woo! All right. That that was like one of our speakers, he came up there and um that was like his get us hype uh phrase, yeah, Chris. Um, you know, just to kind of get us warmed up and stuff. Um but I guess I'll take another moment. And some more spotlight because I love the spotlight. Um <laughs> Um, just to talk about, um, Will kind of touched on it. Prayer life, and um, something that God also revealed to me throughout this week was that it's it's easy to, like Trinity said, sit in chair number two, you know, and sometimes you don't even realize realize it, but you're just sitting there and you go through the motions, and but you don't have a true relationship with God, um, and it really hit me that. Um, a lot of my life had been like that. I, I grew up in church, obviously. Um, my parents brought me here all the time. And I kind of just went through the motions. Um, but then as I got older, I realized that it, it, it's different to just go through the motions um, than have a real relationship with God. And it really hit me deep this week that I need to stop going through the motions and have a true relationship with Him because He reveals so much more to you um, through scripture, through prayer, Um, just through everything um, and so he can make a true impact in your life if you just stop going through the motions and um, have a true relationship with him so that's all I got
5: Well, I'm Jennifer, and I went to camp with these kids this week. I wasn't planning on talking tonight, but I just wanted to tell them what a blessing it was for me to get to go with them. Y'all are a wonderful group of kids, and it was very touching to see how y'all worshiped. Without your parents, you were able to just do that. Um, in fellowship together. Y'all all have a genuine love for each other and the Lord. And it just was such a blessing for me get, to get to go with y'all. So I'm going to pray for you and just pray you just strengthen your relationship with God and y'all are our future. So it was just a good thing to get to go.
6: Okay, so my name's Christine, Um, I was one of the people that got saved at camp. So the first night that we um, were there, um, so So um, so the first night we were worshiping, um, I started bawling my eyes out because I lost my faith the last time I got saved and baptized. So, so, um, so, so Ken Friedman, like, he did a, a service, thank you, Um, a service, so at the end of the service, he had everyone bow their heads and close their eyes, and of course he told, like he asked everyone, are you in chair one, raise your hand, are you in chair two, raise your hand, and then are you in chair three or four, so when he said, Chair four, I raise my hand. So he told everyone that I raised their hand for, change, for chair four to say the prayer, to reset, to reset your. Accept Christ into your life. And of course, I said that prayer. Then he said, everyone that did that prayer, go to um, the leader that was with you at that camp for your church. So I walked up there, fill out the card. And then um, they said, when you go back to your church, make it a, a public profession that you got saved at the camp. So I did that this morning, and I've never been happier.
0: All right, anyone else before we? It's your last chance.
3: All right.